it's big like Drogon from which is the dragon from Game of Thrones and it's weird like how all diet drinks taste the same I'm Abby and I'm Emily and this is Big, big weird, weird World, World the, the podcast. podcast what episode is this did I say 22 it's 22 22 it is yeah, episode yeah. 22? Yeah. Oh shit, I might be wrong. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back, guys. Uh, it's Emily, by the way. I know you haven't heard me in a long time. I'm back and better than ever. It's not like I did like 30 little weird worlds by myself. But, but it's okay, Emily's going home. She came up to visit this weekend, and she's going home with the tools she needs to make her own little weird world for yes, you guys. Yes, so. uh, I guess I'm going to do I'm that. I'm sure it's going to be really different from mine. I don't. I, I don't really know what I'm gonna do. I may so have far, to... I've done the tech shit. Yeah. So. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'll just have to figure it out. Yeah, you figure. But it. what was the last thing that we did together? Was it uh, Scooby Doo? Oh my god! So the last thing that we did was a film review together. Yeah. So, but today we are back with a true crime. It's been a very long time. We've been doing <laughs> really main, long time. Really long time. Yeah, we've been doing mainly conspiracies and um, a lot of conspiracies and whatever um, we just want random things in the world to true crime yeah so um i thought what better way to come back than to do an alabama unsolved crime is that what you what i'd say i mean yeah if it's unsolved no i mean like i was i was thinking like shut up anyway but yeah i'm gonna be doing uh today we're talking about talking about See, already back. About has a fucking up words. We're talking about Kelly Henderson Howard. Okay. And um, I guess we'll just jump in or do. Oh, do we do we want to do any updates or? Ooh, you know I didn't really do any updates in uh, my last little weird world, but it came out on our birthday, and I didn't even bring it up. I recorded it and posted it on our birthday. So yeah, we 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 had our birthday on St. Patrick's Day. We turned twenty three. Yeah, we were twenty three years old. We started this when we were twenty one. You remember our first episode? We're like, we introduced ourselves. We're like, and we're twenty one. Yeah. It was like December. But yeah, we turned twenty three. What? It's been two weeks ago now. Last week. Last week. I am. I don't know where I'm at. But, um, what else happened? Yeah, because now she's in the city. She has no clue where she's at. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. We took her to Trader Joe's. Yeah, um, and like, where else did we go? Went to. We went to the Jazz Festival Taste of Soul in Huntsville at the new Orion Amphitheater. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah, that was fun. And, uh, I'm pretty. I'm probably coming back here every now and then and stay so maybe she liked the city yeah i like I, I like the city when i'm in the mood it's cute there's a lot of stuff going on yeah so right now we're in the we're in the studio here in huntsville <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and our first case our first episode was a hunt was in remember that was gas and girl oh man but then they moved to huntsville what's something going on in huntsville with, with well, peggy the the man that they killed, the mm-hmm. husband, mm-hmm. he was a doctor right here at the hospital. <gasps> See, hospital. we have a little bit of ties coming up with the um, with where we're at. So, what yeah, better way? That's interesting <gasps> that what? you remembered that. Of course, I remember that. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you should probably go back and listen to our first episode. And I know that a couple of people who uh, have just started listening start from the beginning, but if this is your first episode, then it's going to be a true crime, just like our actual first episode. So. so it's pretty cool that we're 
we are back together after a while and we're recording in Huntsville which is where like you just said our first crime was kind of related to it was kind of related to it so you're acting like it's been years I can't reminisce, even okay. if it's been like, what, this has been like two I saw years. you last week, but we, yeah, we didn't record. I'm talking about me and you, bitch. I'm talking about like the episode that we did. Okay, well, I got you. But, and how crazy, I'm doing, this is taking place in Pell City, Alabama, which is, um. Where we worked, where we went to college. The Where we have family that live there. Yeah. And where I come through every day, coming home from work, so. Do that. It's close to home. It's close to home. Yeah, we love Pell City. We love St. Clair County. Have we mentioned that you're leading this? Yeah, I said oh, okay. I was gonna. I'm. I'm. Cool. I'm doing this one. So, oh, and it's funny because Abby did the first one. So here I am yeah. doing this one. Oh my gosh. Anyway, anyway, let's jump into it. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna jump right into it. And I have. I haven't told Ab much about this. This has been on my list since we started. So this is actually. I had to go back in my notes from. Yeah, when I know nothing about this case. I went back in my notes from like literally weeks before we did the first episode because this was like one of the first, like, because we were doing Alabama stuff. Mm. So this is like one of the first ones that I came across. So let's jump on into it. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So we're going, we're going back to 2009. Okay. So around noon on June 2nd, 2009, 41 year old. Kelly Howard was talking to her mother on the phone while the Riverside Family Dentistry Office was closed for lunch. During their conversation, someone approached the office door and Kelly asked her mother to hold on a moment while she answered the door. She never returned to the phone and hasn't been heard from since. Kelly was last seen leaving Riverside Family Dentistry on Highway 78 in Riverside, Alabama around 1 o'clock p.m. on June 2, 2009. Authorities found Kelly's car in the parking lot of the office, and her keys were found in a plastic bag that had been left in a kudzu patch next to the office. Yeah, there's lots of kudzu in Riverside, Lincoln, Pill City area. You know what kudzu is? What is that? It's a, it's a lab-grown trees or bushes and shit. Oh. Yeah, so I think uh, I think Auburn's the college that planted all that shit there. Ooh, don't I'm not sure. There's a lot of people listening that are from Alabama. You probably know more about it than I do, but I'm pretty sure it's lab-grown well, trees and that's kind of cool that you knew that it was a plant because, honestly, I thought it was a type of bag or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you, you look at what kudzu is, and you'll be able to see it when you travel down Alabama roads. I guess anywhere, really. Well, I've probably seen it next. Now I yeah. can imagine it. It's like a, like a lot of leaves put together. Like, it grows. Like, it looks like, you know, like a chia pet? Mm-hmm. It's like that, except, like, leaves. I guess. Oh, I don't know that shit. Oh, you know what it looks like? You know, like vines and shit. Yeah, yeah, like like that, like hanging out from trees, and they're all like together. Oh, okay. yeah, they put it in places where I think like there's not really a lot of growth, a lot of growth, like just like dirt. Okay, I mean, you know. Like, so anyway, her keys was <laughs> okay. Let's let's thank you for that. I I didn't know. You're welcome. So, in 2012, Riverside Police Chief Rick Oliver stated investigators had discovered Kelly's phone had been used between 12.50 and 1 o'clock in Talladega County. Talladega. Did you hear how I said that? Talladega, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day prior to her disappearance. Uh, to her husband, who didn't know all that, whatever, uh, Kelly reportedly requested three days off of work for a short vacation. Her husband didn't know that, apparently. She didn't tell nobody. I mean, I don't know if she told nobody, but her husband didn't know. Okay, cool. So, Jeez. there's that. So, 
uh, Dr. Rick Mitchell, the owner of the Riverside Family Dentistry, was later indicted on charges of insurance fraud, money laundering, and identity theft. He did it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Stop assuming. Holy cow. I don't know. I got to sneeze. I don't know if I should keep it in or we should edit this. Just keep it in because we're nasty. Okay, y'all ready? <laughs> <laughs> We've done worse on this show. You're worried about sneezing? Okay, sorry. I don't think I'm going to do it. Okay, back to it. So, while Kelly's disappearance has never officially been linked to these charges about Rick, you know, her family believes the two could be related. Kelly's phone, bank accounts, and credit cards have not been used since June 2nd, 2009. Now, I got this article I want to read real quick by Bill Britt and the St. Clair County News Aegis posted on September 25th of 2009. And this is what it said. Governor Bob Riley offered a reward this week for information relating to the disappearance of Pell City Woman. The governor's office is offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the guilty person or persons involved in the disappearance of Kelly Henderson Howard. Howard, 41, has been missing since June 2nd of this year. St. Clair County District Attorney Richard Miner said his office made the contact requesting the reward from the governor. Miner said that Riverside Mayor Rusty Jessup and the St. Clair County Sheriff's Department had requested help in securing the reward. Howard was last seen at the family dentistry in Riverside where she worked as a dental hygienist. The dentist's office owned by Dr. Rick Mitchell of Cropwell closes each day between 12 and 1 p.m. for lunch. Clay's mom has reported as saying that Kelly was there, said there was a knock on the door at the dentist's office around 1 p.m. and that she needed to go answer it. That was the last time anyone has acknowledged any contact with Kelly. However, Kelly's car was found in the dental clinic's parking lot, but her personal belongings were missing, like her personal app. According to law enforcement, her credit cards, ATM card, and cell phone have not been used since her June 2nd disappearance. Family Dentistry in Riverside has since... Oh, they reopened. Now, remember, this is a letter in... I mean, this is an article in 2009, so I'm reading it from that, you know, from that day. However... Dr. Mitchell has not returned to work due to a reported illness. Family and friends have been forthcoming in their statements about Kelly's disappearance and desire to help. Many questions remain as to the sudden disappearance of Kelly from her place of work. Perhaps the Mitchells might be able to shed some light on Kelly's last hours, her state of mind, and any interpersonal matters that might have led to her disappearance. A new search for Kelly will be held Saturday, September 26th, according to the website, help find Kelly Henderson Howard missing on facebook.com and this is what the family said and I quote the family is asking everyone with a few hours to spare to please come out and help search the area where Kelly disappeared this will be the second oh shoot this will be the second and praying the biggest search as many of you know it is a large area and on our first search only about one-fourth of the area was searched we need as many people as possible to get the word out and the ground covered so please pass the word around and take little time out of your day to help us we will be meeting behind the dollar general on highway 21 at 8 o'clock a.m anyone needing info any more information or directions may contact tim free or tracy henderson gardner and they left their numbers and all that and that was the article in 2009 anything you'd like to say because you look like you want to say something uh yes actually so all her belongings were out of the car right that included yeah. her phone, so they can't trace her phone? No. And, well, they did, and the last time that they saw that it was used was when she was talking to her mom on June 2nd. Oh, okay. Shit. But her purse, her purse, like her, I guess, 
Yeah, her purse. and So they haven't found like, her ATM card or her driver's license, none of that shit. So are you going to get into Only her keys where the, the doctor is now and shit? Because that's I sure what I'm am. wondering. Okay, cool. Um, I just wanted to read that article. I was trying to stay in the 2009 range. Okay, gotcha. And I'm going to keep on going. So okay. are you ready? Well, from what? Damn. That's sticky. Okay, okay, okay. Continue before I, before I have any more questions. Okay, so. you'll probably answer them. So that was, uh, what I just read was the article from Bill Britt, and that was in 2009, <clears throat> about the search. So in 2014, let's fast forward a little bit, Kelly was declared legally dead. Now that Howard was declared dead, her family can open her estate and her property can be distributed. Riverside Police Chief Rick Oliver, who is also the lead investigator in her disappearance, said that the case is still open. He added that police are following up on several leads, and this was said in 2014, so put your mom in. So, let's go to, we're in 2014 right now, as I'm speaking, so. She's been declared dead, it's been five years, five and a half years, whatever, and this is where they're at. So, uh, Rick Oliver also hopes that this will also put attention back on the case. Jonathan, I think it's Brogon, 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 Brogon? Yeah, just Rogan. say it fast so that nobody knows. I'm going to say Jonathan. <laughs> Shoot. Represents Howard's husband, Boyd. Okay. So, the lawyer <laughs> said that Boyd Howard, which is Kelly's husband, contacted him about six months ago. Now, this is in 2014, remember? Asking how to move forward and filing a petition to legally declare his wife dead. It had been a long time, and it was a very emotional decision to actually take this step. He was fearful that it might close some things investigation-wise, which it has not cert certainly, which it won't, the lawyer said. So, the lawyer said that in the state of Alabama, if a person is missing for more than five years, the family can file paperwork that would legally declare them deceased. On a Wednesday, Boyd Howard, the couple's son, and other family members went before the St. Clair County probate judge to finalize that paperwork. Both of them, Howard's husband and son... <laughs> Sorry, that was my cat Hercules. He just jumped in my lap and coughed. Okay, both of them, Howard's husband and son, were extremely emotional. I don't think it can be said all of the closure for the family because she hasn't been found. Her remains haven't been found, but it was a legal step for closure, the lawyer said. He also said Boyd and his son were still too emotional to talk to Fox 6 News, but Wednesday's decision is a step in the right dis oh, a step in the right direction. Also added that Howard's son is planning on having a memorial for his mother. Family and friends have posted about the search for Kelly Howard throughout the years on a Facebook page called Help Find Kelly Henderson Howard Missing. So this takes me to the Facebook page. So of course I went and looked it up. Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of I got a lot of tea from this Facebook page. So I'm going to just start with what, what I found first. <clears throat> so in 2011... Now, I'm not going to say anybody's names on here, so I'm going to go ahead and just keep that anonymous. So, I'm going to just say somebody. Somebody said, this was posted in 2011, that Kelly's employer, this was like a little article, they just copied and pasted it on the Facebook page, and I didn't feel like looking it up, because I mean, like, they already had it on there, so I'm going to just read it. <laughs> Kelly's employer, which, if we remember, was Rick Mitchell. She playing with the cat, not listening to me, y'all. I am listening. Anyway, a former Riverside dentist was indicted for six counts of identity theft and unlawful possession of controlled substance. A grand jury returned the indictments against Rick Mitchell, 42, 
of, oh, that's an address in Crockwell, uh, St. Clair County's Sheriff's Department, Narcotics, investigator Rick Oliver said Mitchell turned himself in at the Sheriff's Department in Pell City on February 3rd. He was released on bond shortly after his arrest. Now, that was posted, and the lady that posted it was like, this was Kelly's employer. Hmm, like, this is kind of suspicious. A lot of the comments were like, uh, hope, I can't, you know, I hope he can't bail his what, or like, pay his way out of this one. And, of course, he did. So, he, he ended up bonding out of that. So, then, check this shit out. In 2019, this is also from the Facebook page. The same lady that posted that actually posted this. So, this is what she said. So, he was the last person to see Kelly alive, and she is still missing. He was charged with identity theft and possessing controlled substances in 2011. Now, he's a pastor and is charged with arson and criminal conspiracy for burning down the very place where Kelly was last seen. And he and his wife are hanging out with a woman convicted of having sex with a 14-year-old boy. Come why on. why are all these news reporters not lumping all this together? Come on, St. Clair County. Maybe I watch too much crime TV, but it's time to start turning someone here for information. Here's that story real quick, okay? So, this is the story about Rick Mitchell and, like, what she's talking about, him being a pastor. So, an Alabama pastor, his wife, and, and a formal pal... Formal? And former Pell City teacher have been charged with attempting to burn down a church and claiming the insurance money. And mind you, this is in 2019, so, I mean, like, it's been years after this motherfucker gal. So, his name is Ricky Van Mitchell and Angela Mitchell of Cropwell, Alabama, were indicted on charges of first-degree insurance fraud, second-degree arson, and criminal conspiracy. According to the Alabama Fire Marshal's office, the indictment stemmed from a fire that happened on January 12th, 2019, at a building owned by Ricky and Angela Mitchell, located on U.S. Highway 78 in Riverside. The building was occupied by the Longview Institute and Emanuel Fellowship Church, where Ricky Mitchell served as a pastor. The suspects were released on bond from the St. Clair County Jail. The fire marshal office said that's what was going on. So anyway, during this same month, with a con- oh, with the in the connection with the fire at the church, Ricky Van Mitchell, he was 50 years old, suffered a fatal heart attack and his lawyer, his uh, his lawyer's name was Tommy Spinia, I think is, I think that's how you said that. Anyway, he was pronounced dead at the Grandview Medical Center. This was actually the night before he was to appear in court for a bond, I, I went to Asheville, y'all. Bond, what does that word say? Revocation. Revocation. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm still, I know that word. A bond revocation hearing. Damn. He, along with his wife, 46-year-old Angela Mitchell, were charged with first-degree insurance fraud. Y'all heard it. Criminal conspiracy. La, 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 la. According to... <laughs> so, anyway, Ricky was the pastor at Emmanuel Fellowship Church, and that's what got burned. So, also indicted on arson and criminal conspiracy charges was Heather Rich Witten. Uh, she was 45, who pleaded guilty in 2015 to second-degree rape. The indictment stemmed from a January 12, 2019 blaze at a building owned by the Mitchells. As I said before, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the St. Clair County judge issued an order for a funeral home to preserve Ricky's body and that it was only to be released for an autopsy to the Jefferson County Coroner's Office, the Jefferson County Medical Examiner, St. Clair County Coroner of Alabama. Yeah, thank you for that. 
Sackler County Coroner of the Alabama Department of Forensic Scientists, a motion by Jefferson County Prosecutor cited the unusual circumstances concerning Ricky's death and requested the Sackler County's coroner office to take possession of his body due to the belief that anything that may have caused the defendant's death may have occurred in Sackler County. So back to Tommy Spinia, which was Rick's lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he countered with a request to dismiss the cases against Ricky and stated in his motion, he said, there is nothing unusual about having a heart attack. So Heather was arrested on her indictment July 31st in Riverside. The Mitchells turned themselves in to authorities on August 3rd. All three were released on bond from the St. Clair County Jail. The two-count indictment against Heather stated that she intentionally she did intentionally damage a building by starting or maintaining a fire or causing an explosion, which the building at blah, 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 Highway 78 in Riverside, it also claimed she was in agreement with the Mitchells to do so. So they all planned to burn this building down. Why did they include her? I don't, I don't know. Why do they have to have a third person burn the place down? I don't know. Like, were they Maybe like... Maybe so she could get some of the money. But I'm trying to figure Maybe out... she knew, and she was like, I'll help you, and I can get some of the money. Give me a percentage. And they well, were like, okay, sweet. Well, here's my thing. If me and my husband own a building, and we want the insurance money, me and my husband is going to burn that bitch down. Why bring a pedophile into it? Maybe they're pedophiles, too. Okay. So, anyways, uh, so... Heather told the told the folks that you know the plan. She was like, "Yeah, we did this shit." So uh, the three count indictments against uh, the Mitchells makes the same claims against oh the same three count indictments against Heather was the same against uh, the Mitchells as well as they stated with intent to defraud, presenting a false claim to an insurance company in excess of one thousand dollars. All of the charges against the Mitchells and Witten are felonies. Heather is a convicted sex offender after she was arrested in 2012 on charges that she had sex with a 14-year-old. Heather at the time, yeah. Heather at the time was a 5th grade teacher at Pell City Elementary School, but her attorney at the time said the charge against had nothing to do with Williams Intermediate School or the Pell City school system. She later pleaded guilty to the second degree rape charge. Charges of sodomy and enticing a child for immoral purposes were dismissed as part of the plea. She was sentenced to four years, 11 months, and 30 days in prison with one year and one day to serve. A judge this ordered that Heather have no contact with the Mitchells. According to court records, prosecutors on August 16th filed a motion to have Ricky Mitchell's bond revoked amid allegations. He sent a letter to Heather in effort to prevent her from stating uh, statements to uh, and or cooperating, cooperating, that's how you say that, <laughs> cooperating with law enforcement in the case. So before he died, I guess when they were sitting in jail, you know, for the you know the first time, yeah, before they bonded out and shit, he sent her a letter being like, "Hey, don't tell them shit," and she was like, "All right, dog." So anyway, that second time they got put in there, I guess mm-hmm. they was like, "Oh, she ain't been had no contact." Yeah, or I guess with the wife because he was already dead by the time, or shit. My timeline is messed up, mm-hmm. but y'all keep listening. After <laughs> get it together. Y'all just y'all can pull this together. After Ricky's death, the charges remained against Angela and Heather, which Angela is the wife, Heather is the pedophile bitch or whatever. However, these charges were dismissed, y'all. How I don't understand how it was dismissed. Wednesday. I think they keep getting away with it because they're in some sort of cahoots either with excuse me, um, police or could be. 
people in charge because being a dentist and and then and then turn into a pastor. Yeah, and a pastor. And I, maybe he went from being a dentist to a pastor because pastors people trust them more. Exactly. Y'all are pedophile. <clears throat> and y'all sexualize children. But anyways. So, however, like I say, them charges was dismissed at the request of the Jefferson County Deputy District Attorney, Candace Pickett, who was appointed as a special prosecutor in... Prosecutor? Cooter! <laughs> prosecutor in the St. Clair County case. According to court records, the state does not have enough evidence to pursue this case. That's what they said. The charges were dismissed without without prejudice. Prejudice. Which means the state may reissue the charges if more evidence becomes available for it's the arson like, or why whatever. Take them, why, take, why put them through all this necessary shit because it's the law and they're doing shit that's against the law? Why do all that just to dismiss everything, just to let everything go? Exactly. Like, I don't know if they just have good-ass lawyers, but, like, if they put them in front of a jury, a jury, people are going to send their ass to jail. Because since when do people put up with fucking pedophiles? Right. Or burning down fucking churches. Or any fucking building. For and insurance like, money. That's, that's what blows Especially me. when you've got um, a missing woman who's been missing since 2009 that worked at your dentist office. You know? like some, That just don't add up. That's fishy. You've got a whole record of doing illegal ass shit and getting away with it. Right, and that's that's the, one of the discussions that they were having in the Facebook comments. A lot of the friends and family, and, you know, just people on there were saying, they were like, how does he keep getting away with this shit? How do they get away it's with like this? It's like Joe whole and world? you. He just keeps getting away with it. And if you don't know, she's talking about the Netflix series, You. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's like I had just, five I had... seasons of this motherfucker getting away was killing, like, a lot of people. That's a good show. Y'all should watch that. But anyway, so also on the Facebook page, I saw that the Norwood Police Department, that's in New Jersey, posted. Uh, the New Nor- Jersey. Okay, well, listen. The Norwood Police found this woman on Livingston Street. Um, and this was in, oh, let me see what year this was. Hold on, scare me. This was in 2018. Now, look. I'm going to show you what. Now, look. This was her, right? You see her. That's Kelly? Okay. Yeah, she looked pretty little lady. And look, they found this lady. Where? In New Jersey? In New Jersey. And uh, I'm going to put pictures on the Instagram page, y'all, so y'all can see who we're looking at right now. Uh, and they they stated, unfortunately, she doesn't know who she is. This woman has been entered into all law enforcement databases and missing person organizations. Please share this photo and maybe we can get her home. So a lot of people shit. thought that looked like Kelly. They was like, oh, shit, this looks like Kelly. And you know what? On Kelly's... Uh, like description of her um her missing um her missing poster or flyer let me read it to you what it says it says that her medical her medical conditions were like howard suffers from a blood disorder that causes episodes of memory loss she takes medication which may cause disorientation so you see, that's why people thought, okay, well, okay, this lady, if that this, is Kelly, she hasn't been on her see, medicine look, in like I mean, and that years, would, maybe. That would maybe look like her. Like that's a that resemblance is kind of like, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I see it. Like yeah. you can kind of. So people were thinking that was her, but unfortunately, but fortunately, that woman was found by her family in New Jersey. But not, unfortunately, it wasn't Kelly. It wasn't Kelly. 
So, and that was all cleared up because the Norwood police, I guess that they were... That sucks because I bet Kelly's family was like, holy shit, like, this could be her. And, of course, they would probably be like, you know, I would probably, I'd be like, I would be looking into that woman's face thinking, yeah, oh my really God, this looks like my, up. this is yeah. like my friend, this likes my, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, but it wasn't. Uh, they got, they got that lady back to her, her family though. So it all worked out for her. Yeah. And, um, I think, I think I'm gonna read some Facebook posts here. Let me see if I have, I got some Facebook posts that I wanted to read real quick that are like a little bit recent. Um, and once again, I'm gonna keep them anonymous. So here's a post from March 4th, 2022. Um, this lady said, I used to drive by the dental office each weekday on my drive to work. I would often pray for Kelly and her family. What a tragedy that the truth is not known and her body has not been found. Continued prayers for comfort and some closure for all who loved Kelly. Um, also from another person they, on January 4th of 2022, um, they said, Sitting and watching week after week the same reruns on forensic files and missing persons investigations. Oh, Why, she had a forensic file episode? No, oh. no, let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. Why won't they do a segment on Kelly? I don't understand. Now, after so many years, someone may come forward. Continue prayers to find her and prayers for her family and to give some kind of closure. And see, a lot of a lot of folks in the comments were saying like, and I know the sister was trying to get, um, to get like crime, crime, crime stoppers, you know, and like yeah. a lot of big wigs, you know, to do an article on Kelly. But mm -hmm. it's like they kept turning it down kept turning her down which was kind of like what the fuck like that's a good like this is very they interesting do shit on cases that don't have a lot of information all the time exactly whether if you're just talking about the fucking track record of this doctor or not they will literally you know dateline whatever do a 20 minute fucking episode on as little information as possible and then unsolved cases too like so that's surprising so uh and here's something from the sister that she posted on the page in 2018 she said and this gives a little bit of like her um when we're talking about like the crime stoppers and all that like her little journey about trying to get it more widespread i guess like the story so she said i know it's been a while since anyone has posted on this site please know that please know that isn't because we have forgotten about kelly that could never happen so here's an update even though this has been done for a while kelly's husband boyd had declared Kelly dead after only five years missing. The detective involved, Rick Oliver, has since retired. At this point, I have been writing to several of the shows on ID, praying someone will be interested in looking into her case. Springtime is approaching, so I'm asking everyone with land in Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and the rest of the surrounding states to please keep an eye out. I still have faith that she may be alive somewhere. But I'm also being realistic. So if you know anyone that goes four-wheeling, mountain climbing, horseback riding, and anything else that takes them in areas that are rarely traveled, please ask them to keep an eye out. She was last seen in her scrubs, mainly all white. Her purse and phone were not found also. So at this, this I will still be calling out of state morgues and continue to write to anyone who may be interested. Thank you all for your prayers and please know that psychics are welcome. And she said that in 2018. That's how you know you're, the family's desperate when you go to a psychic. Anything, because yeah. Because you just can't, I mean, because you have, like, fake-ass psychic, psychics being like, oh, yeah, she's on a train to fucking whatchamacallit, and she's headed to New York or something, 
and then you know the family would go up there and there's fucking nothing yeah whether they have a i don't know uh if they did they hire a pi or anything like that i'm not not they've said anything posted okay. well even if they had cops or a pi or if they went themselves to somewhere that a psychic has said that they are or they're going to be found or that's where their bot where her body is mm-hmm. then it could lead to nowhere yeah so that's just how that's how desperate especially after all them years you know yeah. You have to get a fucking psychic. I also wanted to read that, um, I'm glad we're doing this episode, and it's so close to home for us, so in case when we do post this, because I know people still do post on the Facebook page and everything, I do want to go ahead and read that on the Facebook page, um, I know this, uh, her sister and family have said, um, this is kind of like a little quote that I'm taking from their description on the page. Uh, It says, for those of you in the media that have captured this story and continue to run it, thank you so much. We sincerely appreciate your help, support, and concern. We haven't lost hope and pray that you won't either. So, um... Give the number. Well, I don't know if it's like... Like, how recent is that? Well, it's, it's on the page. Okay, so I'll I'll say I'll say this for all you Alabama folks, and like I just read, Alabama, Georgia area, Florida area would land if y'all go four wheeling, hiking, whatever, whatever. If y'all see something strange out there, uh, if you see something, say something. That's right. Uh, the note on the page said that Tim Free um, is organizing an ongoing search team to try to find Kelly. If you'd like to become part of the search team, please contact Tim directly at 256-591-0223 or 256-237-4547. If we're not supposed to be putting those numbers out... Um, I mean, they posted it, so it's for people trying to find her. True. Or, <laughs> I'll, I'll put this... Excuse me. Lord, Abby's coughing. <laughs> But um, or if you if you do have any more information that might be helpful, please contact the Sinclair County Sheriff's Office immediately at 205-884-3333 or 205-884-2677. And we'll post um, Kelly's picture on the Instagram. I mean, so if you see anybody that looks like her or something, just report it. Uh, and I'll give a description. Um, she's been missing since... Um, 2009. June, June 2nd, 2009. She's a white female. Uh, for, She'd be like, ooh. I can't do that math. If she was 50... Oh, wait, wait. If she was 41 in 2009... Y'all, y'all do that math. Y'all do that math. Uh, she was 5'3", 140 pounds. She had blue eyes. Um, blonde hair. Or it's like a dirty blonde. I don't know. She'd be 56? No, was she? That was fourteen years ago, two thousand nine. Yeah, I may be wrong. I I literally just counted on my fingers. Anyway, like I said, if y'all got any information, we're gonna share the page and everything. And if y'all if y'all know something, say something because these folks. But need I, some closure. Okay, this too. Have you heard anything about the family looking into the doctor still? Is anybody? Like, well, I mean, he he's dead. Oh, I told yeah, you I he died from uh, the heart attack. Because I just saw that, that picture there. And I tried to... Does he have any kids or anything? Yeah, he, he had some kids, but I don't know where they at. There had to be somebody that he told. If they were smart, they I can't all... believe I forgot that quick that he died. No. usually, like, in, in in cases, like, they'll they'll still be around, get away with shit, so... 
No, nah, he died Ooh, of that. Sticky. He died of that heart attack. Yeah. And um, but the wife, I tried to dig up anything up on her, Angela Mitchell. Nothing. I, I didn't find anything. She might have got the hell out of Dodge because after them, after she got dismissed, those charges got dismissed. She might have just whoop, that. She probably off the grid. That's and then good. same thing for Heather Whitten, who was the who got char- who's on the sex offender charge, or mm-hmm. you know. Uh, she probably got the hell out of Dodge too. I tried to look up anything recent on her. Nothing recent since 2019. So, and I don't he died even, in 2014 or 2019. 2019. Gotcha. So, and I just also wanted to point out how close this is to home. That detec- that detective that was on the case, the sheriff's office, uh, Rick Oliver. When I worked at Jack's in 2019, he used to come through all the time. So I used to give him his little biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> little biscuit wow. and coffee because when I looked up his Facebook page I was like oh my god if I so known, knew this sir, dude sir are you still looking into Kelly <laughs> I know like, I, and I you know I had never heard of this case and if I yeah, or I mean if we I, were nine years old at the time and then we were 14 by the time they got a and then we were 19 old. you know yeah. as it was when the arson happened and right there in Riverside and, never heard and in 2019 yeah wasn't dad living 2019 in Riverside we were, uh, 2019, we, we were living in Raglan. Raglan. Yeah. yeah, so I we mean, we were like, working in Pell City and all that. So we were around in Pell City in 2019 around that arson time. So I'm surprised we didn't hear about that. Yeah. There there had to be something, I'm telling you. Well, you know, I, if if you want to talk about it, I, like your theories on it or what you think happened, you know? Yeah. Okay, this could go Oh, a wait, lot wait, of wait. Ways. But I, what was I? You just messed me up. I was saying something about. Oh, I was. Okay, yeah. You're talking about Rick Oliver. Oh, that I, that I gave yeah. When I worked at Jack's, I saw him. I saw him. Gave him I bet piece. I saw. I bet I saw Ricky too. Yeah. At Jack's. Yeah. You know. You know. All these folks look alike. Very useful. <laughs> I'm just saying. I probably saw them come through Jack's. I'm for real, y'all. But my theory on it. Let me go with me. Okay. I think. Now this. Cause that. I, okay, look, I'm just, okay, look, the church was on the same road on 78 in Riverside that the dentist's office was on, right? Mm-hmm. Hello. Or if not the same place, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I never even heard of uh, Emmanuel Fellowship. Wait, okay, let me make sure I get this right. Cause but it was on I know I was doing stuff, but I was listening the best I can. 2014, they burned the church down, right? 2019. 2019. 2019, okay, I got it. What? And then 2014 was what? Let me look back at my. I'm nerd. just making sure, trying to keep up with the timeline here before I go in with. with What's everything. your theory? Yeah, because I know it could have gone a couple of ways. I'll start with this while you're looking that up. No, in 2014 <laughs> is when she was declared legally dead. Okay, it had okay, been five okay. years. Got you, got you, got you. So all that, I yeah, that was keeping... that was about the husband and son. Yeah, I was kind of trying to keep it together. Okay, oh nine, 2019, because that's where you had like, those are points. those are our highlights. Yeah. Okay, okay. So 2009 when she went missing. 2014 okay. she was legally declared dead. 2019 is when Rick and all them burned that church down. Wait, I'm starting with my theory though, bitch. Okay, go Back ahead. Continue. Up. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. I think what happened was maybe Rick and and Kelly was into it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what for, but maybe could have been an affair. She could have been underpaid. He could have done her wrong because he seems like a motherfucker who would do people that work for him wrong. Oh yeah, because I mean he had and like fraud. Maybe she found out about his like fraud. Maybe she did. Maybe he thought that. 
she had something to do with him getting like caught about it yeah. you know because maybe she knew like we don't know and she's not here to tell us that so and he's he's not either and i guess the wife ain't saying shit nobody's saying shit that would know but anyway my theory is maybe he's the one that walked up in there and was like or maybe the wife you know because she said someone mm-hmm. and if she was on the phone with the mom well the mom said that she heard a knock on the door and was like there's a knock let me go check it out if it would have been Rick or somebody, she would have been like, oh, it's Rick at the door. Let me. Because he would have just been able to come through. Right. Yeah. Unless. So wait, she, but it was closed for lunch. Oh, it was closed for lunch. Well, he would still have a key. So. Well, m- maybe not. If. Okay, anyway, back to my theory. So maybe, what if he came in there, they got into it about the fraud thing, maybe, maybe you know, because he was just going to get caught about it or whatever, and maybe he did something to her and. The wife helped out, and then maybe they they took her body to that church some odd years later after the dentist office was shut it. down and burned like her purse, keys, and all that stuff up in yeah. that church and had the Heather bitch. But like, the police help. were looking into him. Did they not search his house, search the office, search his wife's car, his car, go to like all of their estates? You know what I mean? No, not because they didn't have enough evidence to. That's what they. That's what they stated, because he's the last person to see her alive. Well, that's how it goes. Police, y'all, I can't trust them. And look, that was another thing, you know. Raise money to hire a PI that actually gives a fuck. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, and I don't think the family ever hired a PI, uh, because I, I think that would have been said on the Facebook page. And I, I looked pretty, I looked a lot. I mean, I went from one of the first couple posts all the way up to the most recent. Okay, well, can I go into mine now? Go ahead. So. I'm saying it could go that way, or because she had that, uh, what was it, like a, the the blood disorder that she was on, or she didn't take her medicine, that she would be disoriented in her memory. Yeah. It could have been something, too, where maybe she had an episode and just walked off and just had that stuff on her. Right. And disappeared. That shit happens. That, you know? yeah, that's happened to a lot, of, you know. And either she went and, you know, got caught up. And somebody completely random took advantage of her being in that state, and we'll never know, you know. Or she could have went off and like I don't know. It could have been anything crazy. Fell off a bridge and she just hasn't been found yet. She wandered off somewhere. Somebody took her and told her that she was this, you know. Yeah. Or she could have been in that state when the doctor took advantage of her, and maybe somehow had her since the the cops weren't doing their job some it could have been a situation where fucking they were held, holding her captive or something until 2019 and could then they're like okay i'm gonna be a pastor now and i'm gonna burn this fucking church down for insurance money i'm gonna go ahead and get rid of her to kill two birds with one stone you know yeah that was that it go a lot of different ways but then her husband too like the family's still looking and he's not you're gonna declare her dead after five fucking years you're just gonna give up well after six years and you're claim legally her... declared dead anyway okay well I guess well yeah so well no cause he said that it was like he didn't stop looking for her it was just like her I guess they needed to go ahead and distribute like the, her property and all that stuff uh, that's her, her her stuff 
her stuff that was separated. It was kind of yeah. It was kind of okay. just sitting on hold. I guess the son, you know, it was time to give the son his piece of whatever it was. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Maybe he had. I don't. I don't know how old the son was. Maybe he had just turned twenty one, and maybe he was going to college. And maybe he needed that stuff and. In order to do that, they yeah. had to declare her dead. Because I've seen, you know, there's been episodes of SVU, you know, where they've had to declare someone dead and because uh, a child had yeah. to have something. Or We've seen a lot, you know, we've heard a lot of those cases. Where, so maybe it was something like that. But, you know, it was just stated, like, by her husband's lawyer that that was just their next step to distribute her, uh, her things and to... Um, their next step for closure, also. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, it had been five and a half. I mean, she was going to be declared dead by the state anyway in another year. Yeah. But they haven't stopped looking. Yeah, of course. I mean, and they they want to, and they, they had a memorial for her that year. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think the husband had anything, to, I mean, and not that I've, but the sister would have said something. Yeah. And the sister's pretty adamant on that. And who knows, it could be ten years from now where... The way technology's going, especially in, in, um, what am I thinking of? Uh, shit. Forensics, the cops. Yeah. Cops, uh, the stuff that they use, detectives, whatever. I mean, in 10 years, they could find oh. something and trace it back to Kelly. Yeah, And so, have more answers. You know, shit like that happens. And she, uh, Kelly Henderson Howard continues to be listed as an active endangered missing person in the ALEA database, and her case remains unsolved. I so wonder, she's she's still they still if they if any evidence pops up or anything, her you know her case number is whatever number it is you know because it's been set amount set amount years. So I mean if something pops up it'll. If anybody's listening that uh, knows this case or is actually a family member or anything like that, um, maybe there's something that we can do when we post it. Um, I'm thinking we can tag Sarah Turney. You know who Sarah Turney is. She's um, mm-hmm. Voices for Justice, the host of that podcast. She had a sister that's been missing <gasps> yes! forever. She thinks and the dad, she the dad had something to do with it. Yeah, he well, had videos over Now, um, her podcast, she did go over her story and everything she's done to try to find her sister. Uh, or at least find out what happened. And um, now she, she helps other people who have missing family members who just disappeared for so long. When they, when they know or they think that somebody, a certain person that's kind of fucking obvious and the cops aren't doing their job to look into that person, whether they're dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she'll talk about that and she helps people. So uh, when we post on Instagram, we can tag Sarah Turney or Voices for Justice. Maybe, yeah. she, maybe she's already covered it. I, I don't know. But I mean, there, I know she gets a lot of emails and shit, but I know she does really good in um, helping people. Um, and for this one too, I don't know a, I don't know a lot of organizations, but I mean, and, you, you know, know, I would usually be a little... It'd be a thing to look up. Uh, we are very, we are, if you haven't noticed, we're a bit more, um, what, what? Are, what are we being? We're being more serious, we're, we're more serious, more respectful because this is very close to home. And if people that are listening, you know, if they look this, you know, her name up, this will be more Alabama people, you know, St. Clair County people than anything. So we want to just let y'all know we, we are, this case is, um, you know, I thought it was very interesting. And, you know, to the Facebook page, once I read all that stuff saying, you know, crime watchers didn't even want to fucking get on yeah. the, didn't want to so, share it. Even with these cases when you don't have a lot of information or, like, you know, uh, a suspect is dead and gone, you know, it's still good to talk about it. Because you never know if you something know, will somebody, ever pop up. Somebody may have a little piece of information you just don't know. So. Or, Somebody so we, on their deathbed just confesses that they and know plus, what happened to Kelly. It, it also, it, it helped me out 
or it helped me want to post about this when uh when I saw that you know the family does want or the family and friends do want people to share about this and there was TikToks about it. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. So maybe I'll comment upon those and talk about like we did a podcast. And if uh you know if I got the story a little sideways, you know I I tend to do that anyway. But that's why I was thinking track. that you're reading a lot from articles because you know if you're you're like me you know we, we don't want to give any false information out there. Yeah. So, so with uh, true crime we are. Like how I did, I was pre with the first case. I was like really into reading the articles because just getting the information out there, other than being biased or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I switched up a few words, obviously, but I was trying to strictly, strictly be respectful and stick to what has been already put out there, and yeah. not try to do too much spinny stuff because people that know her or family and friends that have followed this case may be listening. So you know, if we. If we need to come back to this, we will. If y'all want us to, let us yeah, know. Yeah, cor- correct Emily if y'all need to. Yeah, correct me if if you need to. But I, I looked at I looked at, I was on like six different websites. Um, and then the Facebook page helped a lot. Well, you yeah. know, they had a lot of information on there. So, um, that's awesome that y'all are doing that. <laughs> Why the accent all of a sudden? Because it's just the Alabama thing to 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 do. It's just the way to say it. But. That's awesome that y'all are doing that. Well, we, we love hope, it. We hope that something will come up about Kelly. Yeah, and I hope, you know, we we right there with y'all. We'll, we'll post their face and the numbers and stuff and maybe a, a link or something to that Facebook. Maybe know? somebody be able to reach out to, you know, maybe some more information or something will come up. Maybe somebody will hear this and think, oh, shit, I was around. I went by or I saw this lady somewhere. Yeah. Or I don't know, somebody, y'all. Maybe I saw her. I don't know. Y'all know Walmart's right there. That little pissy Dollar General is on the way. Uh, Shoot. But, I mean, Triple T's, anything right there down that way. Yeah, and if you do see anything, I would call that Tim guy. Or if you can go to the Facebook and find somebody from the family, let them know before you go to the fucking cops. Because weren't Pell City cops the ones a couple years ago that uh, got found out for uh, running a drug ring or some shit? Oh shit! I think so. so. <laughs> just go to the family and 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 don't don't fuck around and call the family because I did leave some numbers on here. Don't fuck around and call them numbers and give people false hope. If you really heard something that sounds yeah, or if you saw don't somebody fucking, that looked like her, it could be you know anything. Wherever you're at, you just don't be trip. just be sure. Don't be fucking calling these folks and say some shit crazy shit, you know, and piss them off. Yeah, don't do that. Or don't say we sent you. <laughs> that ain't funny. Don't try, anyway, don't try telling me. Yeah, we saw her down. Did we saw her down the road? Mm-mm, and you live in Pennsylvania. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But uh, yeah, we. I hope that you know. I hope. I hope they get the closure, the real closure that they need. So. Yeah, hopefully something. So some more information can be found out. Uh, Kelly Henderson Howard. That that's the name, or I think her middle name is like Louise. It's Kelly Louise Henderson. Oh, okay. Because the sister is Tracy. Mm-hmm. That was doing on a Facebook post. Um, but yeah, if y'all hear anything, y'all reach out to them. Uh, we'll share uh, the links and all that shit on the Instagram page. And we'll, can we put it in the show notes too? Yeah, we can put it in the show notes. The Facebook page at least? Yeah. Y'all go check that shit out. Um, and that's the, end, that's the end. That's all we have for today. That's yeah. all we've got. So right. uh, thanks for listening. As, al- as always, happy to be back with the true crime. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Huh? We'll see you guys next time. Yeah, maybe Emily will have a little weird world. Yeah, I may, I may have one. I don't know. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye.